0: Welcome to the War in Ukraine Update from Kyiv podcast. I'm Jessica Ganawa, a lecturer in international relations at Flinders University in Australia. And I'm checking in with Maxim Yali, head of the Centre for New World Order and professor of international relations at the National Aviation University in Kyiv. Thanks for joining me, Maxim.
1: Welcome, Jessica. So,
0: Maxim, I wanted to ask you. Recently, President Zelensky announced that there will be a day of Ukrainian statehood on the 28th of July, so coming up in just a few days. How significant is this, or how important is this considered to be by Ukrainians who are currently inside Ukraine?
1: Well, actually, we are celebrating uh, this holiday for the first time this year. It's a new one. And of course, more and more Ukrainians finally start understanding the importance of this holiday for Ukraine. As you know, it's just the basics of uh, identity theory. That identities, national identities, uh, are being formed and created uh, during wars. It uh, has always been like this for Germans, Britons, French, uh, all nations uh, of Europe. They were waging war for centuries with each other. And in that way, their national identities were forming. So the same now we are having the process of formation of our national identity. And of course, and state as well. So for millions of uh, Ukrainians, we didn't see the difference uh, between Russians and Ukrainians, uh, especially starting from the 24th of February. These uh, process uh, speeded up uh, significantly, and I must say that we can already make a conclusion that uh, during last five months of uh, full-scale war, the process of forming of Ukrainian nation became much quicker than uh, during previous uh, 30 years of our independence. And these uh, differences uh, between Ukrainians and Russians have been crystallized for millions of people who didn't uh, know it and who were not aware about it. And now they are realizing that no matter that Millions of Ukrainians speak uh, Russian. Russian speaking is their native uh, language still. We differ and differ a lot. It's a positive result. You know, we are joking in Ukraine, uh, experts, scientists, that uh, Putin has done for creating Ukrainian stateshood and uh, national identity much more than Ukrainian politicians. So, of course, this holiday will be very important uh, for all of us. And I'm sure this is going to be one of the most important holidays for Ukrainians in uh, future perspective.
0: Mm -hmm. And, of course, there was already a sense of Ukrainian identity before the 24th of February this year. But as I understand, there were also significant proportion of the population who looked towards Russia as a positive state, whilst, of course, there'd been incursions into Ukrainian territory since 2014. But do you see that since the 24th of February, there has been a much sharper turn in Ukrainian society? That Would you say that there is almost no pro-Russian sentiment left?
1: Absolutely. uh, Even... uh latest opinion polls show that only a few percent of ukrainians still have a positive attitude uh, to russia i think to Putin there are no such people but still two not more than three percent i'm still and we're still uh, surprised and uh, try to guess who are these uh, two three percent who haven't uh, realized the threat of russia and uh, the real goals they're aiming to and the main goal uh, is actually to delete ukrainian nation uh, ukrainian language er, ukrainian culture it's actually a genocide uh, of ukrainian nation as it is that's uh, the main goal of putin but still uh, as i mentioned even that opinion polls if uh, we compare even with previous years uh, has changed uh, dramatically still at least 20% even a year before had a positive attitude to, to Russia, Russians, uh, etc. So we we see a very big process.
0: Mm-hmm. And are you still in touch with anyone from your hometown of Mariupol, which is obviously now occupied by Russia? But I guess I'm curious to understand what people are experiencing who are now in areas that are occupied by Russia. Like, do those populations understand that it is Russia that's the aggressor and it is Russia that's bombed their cities and that's destroyed their houses? Or is there still misinformation, misunderstanding amongst people in the occupied territories around realising that Russia is the aggressor in this war?
1: Well, I I don't have direct connections. Uh, All my friends, most of them, luckily left occupied territories. But my sister, my mother keeps in touch uh, with uh, their friends, neighbours, etc. Besides, I have a possibility to analyse the situation uh, through informational sources, telegram channels etc. You see, the problem is that uh, there is still an informational vacuum where if you have mobile connection, it's a big uh, problem to get even SIM card uh, to buy it of uh, operator which works on occupied territories. Of course, Ukrainian mobile uh, operators do not work there. They were blocked uh, in the very beginning of March. Figures differ how many people are left there. At least 130,000 Ukrainian officials say, uh, Russian officials say that there are more than 200,000 people. But of course, it is connected that with corruption because uh, they receive money for humanitarian aid. And uh, the more people, so-called, they have, the more money they get, the more they can steal. Actually, there is a a great story about it, classical one, uh, Ukrainian writer uh, Gogol wrote about it, uh, Dead Souls. Everybody had uh, to read it at school. It's one of the most famous stories by Gogol, uh, both in Ukraine and uh, Russia. There in that story, of course, Australians and other people didn't read it, It was about... uh, in the uh, 19th uh, century, uh, one so called aristocrat was trying to buy uh, on paper uh, people who were the slaves but died. As you know, that time. People were still slaves there until 1861. After it was abolished, slavery. I mean, and the story was about the beginning of the of the 19th century. So those who has more slaves, the higher status you have. So that was the goal. The same here. It's like dead souls. A lot of people who are dead already or left are still registered as inhabitants, citizens of Mariupol to get uh, money from Russian budget for them and to steal it. So, as I mentioned, uh, nobody knows uh, for sure how many people are there. But of course, uh, the situation is crucial and uh, the situation with water, electricity, gas supply, etc., etc., and people not living but just surviving there. But uh, the problem is uh, that uh, there are still people, especially it concerns elderly people, those who were born and uh, spent most of their life during Soviet Union, uh, they are fine with it. Uh, Like they say in propaganda videos, uh, the most important that we can speak Russian no matter that they could speak Russian easily uh, all these uh, years, but uh, you know, They brought uh, nothing but grief, destroyed everything. uh, So they uh, use it for propaganda like uh, the only thing they can uh, talk about. Like now we can speak freely in Russian. Though, as I mentioned, everybody could and uh, Marupal uh, was and still is mostly Russian-speaking city. So uh, the situation is critical, but still... uh, Even those who believed in propaganda, who believed that uh, Russia would uh, restore the city and everything would be fine and uh, life uh, would be even better, start opening their eyes, uh, seeing that nothing is changing and winter is coming. The situation is getting worse and worse, and, uh, you know, it's human psychology. When you're in a critical situation, to believe in something, uh, to stay positive, uh, to survive. But few months have already passed. Still, city is in ruins. Only in some parts, uh, there is electricity, water, but of uh, very bad quality. More problems are still to come. I mean, uh, late autumn and winter, when the weather will become much worse. People will be dying not only out of hunger, but of cold. Even occupational authorities already stated that it's impossible to restore gas supply, heating. But why some people still believe? So firstly, they ruined everything. There was nothing uh, including food. Now they they are given some food, though you need to stand in queues especially for water, and if uh, there was no even food before, when you get at least some, you see some positive changes. The same those people who didn't uh, have water supply. In their flats, it appeared... Okay, they see changes for the better. The same concerns some electricity. But as I mentioned, uh, there are only few districts uh, where electricity and water supply were restored. uh, But uh, the rest, uh, there are thousands of people who still don't have anything. So for those who got it, some positive changes I mentioned, uh, they believe still in this propaganda. And still, uh, most of people who are left there who believed in this Russia propaganda, they uh, still believe in it, because it's also human nature, human psychology. It's very difficult for people to realize and admit that they were wrong. So they are trying to find uh, some reasons to adjust, first of all, themselves. So if they were waiting for aggressor for eight years, they were watching these propaganda talk shows and believed in it. Of course, uh, they can't say they okay, I was wrong, though there are some people more and more, and in the coming half a year, I'm sure there will be much more of them when winter comes, and they will finally realize that they were wrong, and uh, all this uh, propaganda uh, was uh, false and faked and uh,
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and even if it's the conservative, more conservative estimate of 130,000 people still there, that's a lot of people who potentially will be in a pretty desperate situation when winter comes. I guess it's also ironic that if there is any shift in sentiment towards the use of the Russian language, it would only have happened because of the full-scale Russian invasion on the 24th of February. So thanks, Maxim. I appreciate you sharing your reflections and having a discussion today you're welcome thanks for listening and thanks to mr smith for our theme music